Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized or traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing as you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. Hello, everyone. As you all know, fellow podcasters, you can go into your studio and do an episode after episode and you become drained. Now, some of you just, you know, talk about life or whatever your topic is. But when you are a spiritual being or you know the spiritual world like I do, your spirit get drained. What am I talking about? I'm just saying I did back-to-back recordings. <laughs> but you know what? When you drain, that means you know you did your job. I have no problem giving a piece of me to you. And where do I get my pieces? That's where you have to be careful. I get it from the highest of the highest of the highest. Master High, God. What I'm going to discuss today, I had given you last episode was a long, that was my first long, I just couldn't stop. And I could have stopped, but I said, instead of giving you a part one and a part two, I'm, I'm like, really, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do this and because I'm going to get together with my, it's just going to be a, a masterpiece subject when I get on the platforms and we get together, have self-study, whatever it is. But I just felt led to keep going. Now, today, I'm, I promise I won't do that. I'll try to keep my, my episodes less than 30 minutes or so. But if for those of you who have not or do not know me, I try to let you learn of me, a piece of me through my episodes. So go back and listen to that, please. And you're going to get something out of each one of them. And then come to this one. I encourage you to listen to my previous podcast. Last week, I had one about changing your church clothing. Excuse me, the week before. Then I went into, you know, teaching you really how to pray. And from prayer to manifestation, it was really deep because I really was doing my best to try to bring so many of y'all from that religious shackle seed that caused you to believe that everybody who have that's in the church that carry the biggest Bible, people who um um in front of the church or at their job praying and praying and praying, forgetting the protocol of their of a business, uh people who's just really out of order. The sister is is nothing wrong with dressing. My mother knew how to dress the old school would dress to kill, but that's not has nothing to do with your relationship with God. Because you get up on Sunday morning or uh, Saturday night and you spend all your hours figuring out how I'm going to look the best when I walk up in there. And I want everybody to see that I got the biggest hat. And that's fine if you're into hats. But don't let the church become a showcase. Because your hat might be blinding people from who God is. And then some people, the pastor think, wow, I'm anointed because I got a line full of people. And a lot of people just getting up online. Because you know what they want to do? They want everybody to see their clothing. 
And I hate to say this. I remember Easter Sundays, I used to go. And then I got old. As I got old, I told my mother, I don't want to go because it was a showcase. I remember a family, and I'm not knocking people for living in a ghetto because I'm telling you this because I was in the Bronx. So I know all about living in lowly places. But we still had, you know, we never, you know, in the projects in New York, someone next door can be making $3 an hour. And then the person down the hall could be working for the government or state or making a lot of money. So our projects was mixed. With that being said, I never forget it. it was a family. And I believe it was like, how many kids she had? Seven or whatever. But it was Easter Sunday and she was just one person. And I'm I'm going to really give you an illustration of what happened. And they did come down. One of the, the oldest, the oldest son came down. And I remember he was telling my mother, oh, you're going to see, we, you know, we're going to look sharp. We're going shopping. You know, everybody get into Easter Sunday clothing. And then what happened is that Sunday, they kept walking back and forth. You can see them letting everybody see their Sunday suit. And then when you go to the church, they walk back and forth. And if you notice that Sunday, everybody got to go to the bathroom. They get up and 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 yeah, I know somebody said, tell it, tell it, tell it, Miss P. I'm telling it right now. And then they go to the bathroom. Don't have to go to the bathroom, but they want everybody to see they got the best suit on, the best dress on. And then if the pastor called prayer that Sunday is everybody's full. Oh, my goodness. The hope of uh, everybody is is full of it. And then they come in full up the 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 altar and the pastor's like, oh, oh. And then the next Sunday. Mm-hmm. You don't even see them. You don't see them. You don't see nobody because the pastor, his church was full and that was it. That's all they needed. And that's why last week I encouraged you to listen to that because I explained all of this. You, your prayers are not answered because you know what? You don't even know who God is. How can you have a relationship with somebody? Remember the honeymoon part? Being there with them every chance you get or hearing them, hearing their voice. Well, Miss P, I mean, God is a spirit. You can't hear them. You can't compare. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because you don't know that you have a spirit. When he made you in the beginning. Hello. Know who you are by going in your past. He said, you should worship me in spirit and truth. Because you know what? He is spirit. You don't believe that? I, you know, it, it kills me that people get up and they say, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about. And she's speaking all of this and she's speaking all of that. Them the same people who have a private psychic. They go on a psychic hotline every morning, noon and night because everybody wants to know that they know something. And you know what you're tapping into? The spiritual realm. The unseen realm. But then when it comes down to somebody in the church, that is, that's voodoo. That ain't right. If you, I guarantee if you keep listening to me, you will realize something. I am about spiritual, spiritual, spirituality. Spiritology is my book. Spirituality. I am all about spirit because I know my father, God, who is spirit. And today we are going to discuss, that was prayer. We are going to discuss meditation. Remember, it was a time in the in in the Christians' church. I have to talk about Christians because I I've been I study other religions who meditate. Christians they they wouldn't even say the word meditation. 
Now you go to church and they'll put in meditation. But you know what the pastor didn't tell you? He was meditating all along, but he didn't want you to meditate too much. See, I'm giving you some desserts that you may ask, well, why my pastor don't tell us this? Why my pastor? But you notice your pastor is prospering. He can tell you or she can tell you, but so much because they don't want you to realize that you don't have to go to church for a relationship with God. Everybody found that out in the pandemic. They don't want you to know this because then they won't have no um followers. But see, if they know that they know that they know, God going to give you followers through the internet. You can reach more people like God said you should do a greater work than me because this one it was one of him and his disciples, but now it's you and you can reach. Look at the, the, the good part of the World Wide Web is you can reach people that that in remote areas oh, that only just have a phone. Mm-hmm. You understand? Meditation is a part of connecting with God. So I'm going to talk about meditation today. I'm not going to keep you long because, I mean, I went way over, way over. I'm not one of those who want to do one-hour podcasts. But let's 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 start with meditation. Christianity, they try not to talk about meditation because it's like, okay, we don't want you to go into a zone. You need to go into a zone. The first thing they think that you, when you meditate, you are meditating to other gods. Are you a Hindu? You a Buddha? You understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. You better know how to meditate. It's really getting in contact in, in contact with your inner spirit. Where you close out the world, your five senses. And I told you that that's what you do in prayer. But let's talk about meditate. I have a lot of meditation therapy in my book, Spiritology. It's not just about reading. It's about the meditation. I give you meditations and quotes. So those words are seeds and you can meditate on it. You meditate it. What you're doing is digesting. You know how somebody called you at your job, called you stupid, and then you you go back to your desk and you, that's all you think about. Do you know you meditate? You go home and you tell, you get on the phone and tell this person, you know what they did to me? You know what they called me? Guess what you're doing? You meditate. You go, you go, you lay down, you can't sleep, you toss it and turn it. And, you know, somebody in your house will say, why you can't sleep? Do you know what they said about me? You meditate. Then you finally go to sleep. Before you close, really shut your eyes, or you can just you can just hear them telling you you stupid, you stupid, you stupid, and then you just not satisfied, and you get on the phone with that person who say, "Girl or brother, I will go and give them a piece of my mind." Guess what? You're going to give them a piece of your mind. So you taking your mind and you're gonna give it to them, and then you left with nothing. Now that's stupid, but instead. You have to learn how to unmeditate some things. That is what you're doing. You meditated that word that they gave you to a digest. And you know it's got in your subconscious mind. That's when things are manifested. It's in my book. And then you turn around after you manifest it. It's going to come and meet you in the future somewhere. And that might be the fight that you have with that person. You ever wonder why? You ever... You ever those of you, some of you say, I never fought. 
if you come from the hood <laughs> in the ghetto, like I, I come from the South Bronx, literally you turn around and you start saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to beat that person up. And then you got your girlfriends telling you or your brothers telling you, this is what you do. Nowadays, they don't fight. Nowadays, unfortunately, generations of this generation is it, just they just don't know how to fight. Even the older generations, they go and take a weapon and say, I'm just going to knock all of you out. Because they don't know how to fight with words or fight physically. Because first of all, they can't do it. You just can't do that now. You know, they'll call the cops on you and you get in trouble. But it, when I was growing up, it was always a fight. So unfortunately, I'm not I'm not saying that everybody should fight. That fight is the manifestation of what's going on in your mind. You ever, you know, back in the day, these are for people who've been there. Now, if you was perfect, you know, that's no problem. But let me tell you how it was. You get mad. They said something. You said something to you, to them, and you meditate on it. And then you start seeing yourself fight. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to pull their earring. I'm going to pull their hair, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You planted all the things that you was getting ready to do. You planned it, you meditated on it, and then when you got together there, they'll go to fight. Why don't you go ahead and do that for life? Why am I telling you this? It's called meditation to manifest. Let's look at one of my meditation therapy, and I'm going to break it down for you. I have a meditation therapy that literally I'm going to read and I'm going to explain it to you. Okay, first of all, let me go ahead and say it. I now bring myself to a higher consciousness. I manifest unlimited benefits in my health. I manifest unlimited benefits in my career. I manifest unlimited benefits in my relationship. I manifest unlimited benefits in my education. I can see. I can feel it. I can hear it. Developing within my own spirit dog room of imagination now. Gratitude and thanks to my unlimited God within. That was one of my meditations. And I'm going to break it down for you. Your meditation can be one word. It's something that you're going to meditate over like you meditated that fight. You meditated that argument. Some of you meditate when you was victimized over and over and over again, until you become so angry, guess what you manifest? Anger. Then those of you who feel you was robbed, then you make the next person that comes to you, even in a relationship, pay for what somebody else did because you still are replaying that victimization in your mind. Your mind is this, like, there it is. You need to meditate to clean out all of that stuff. That's the revelation. You pick your own meditation words. That's why poetry is a God gift. Some of you, um, you know, your mother, your grandmother, great-grandmother, they didn't read nothing in the Bible but the songs. Psalms 23, yeah, everybody know that? I know Psalms 23. They didn't know nothing else, but they knew how to read. They memorized it. Okay, those of, them, those of you who grandmother and them didn't go to school. Is meditation. You understand? Christianity shut it down. They think everything, you know, is related to uh, spiritual darkness. It's not. Listen to my meditation. 
I now bring myself to a higher consciousness. It's really poetry. Mm-hmm. Do you know I'm trying to tell you what do that mean? You are bringing your mind to another level. You are no longer thinking about anything to do with lack. You notice the next sentence I said, I manifest unlimited benefits in my health. When you meditate, you want the best. Those of you who are suffering from some type of uh, illness, see yourself. You can speak it, but the best part of meditation is when you got your eyes closed, you are starting to develop or play your own movie theater of how you imagine good health would be. It might be jogging. It may be walking. You notice the meditation can go. That's why I believe you should close your eyes because you can start playing your own um, movie. The next one is manifest unlimited benefits in my career. How high do you want to go? Everybody don't want to be a manager. That's nothing wrong with that. But you should be the best that you can be in your career. You specialize in something. You may want to specialize in um, doing hair. And being the the, uh, ambassador of hair. Fixing people hair. So uh, imagine getting in certain magazines as the top person. Imagine you creating products. See your product in your, your mind eyes. See before and after pictures of what you're doing to create the, that, um, that particular career here. And it could be, uh, well, I mean, I just want to be a, a plumber. I love pulling things apart. I love things dealing with plumbing where I can put it back together because everybody needs a plumber or electrician. See that in your mind eyes. And when you see that, see your ad that you have in the paper. When you when you meditate, therapy, meditation should be constantly you repeating it. Because some people don't need it to be repeated but one time. But half a time said, and it might be five minutes. Well, Miss P, I don't have the time. Oh, you better make time. Because what are you meditating on? If your life is a mess, you're meditating on messy stuff. The next line I have manifests unlimited benefits in my relationships. You want to see harmony. Now, what about those people who just listen? Don't every time you call, you you your gut be shaking. You know that family member when you call and you tell them what you your plans and they say, Oh, honey, you might as well just stop that. I've been there. I've done that. You never make it. Stop telling them your your uh, plans, okay? Because you tell your family or your so-called best friend your goals, and they turn around and say to you, oh, you just might, you, 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 they may just laugh. Do you know you would take that laughter and remember their last words and you would meditate on it? So be careful who you tell your goals. So what kind of relationship do you want? If you see yourself in a, a, a relationship with matrimony, See yourself holding that person's hand as you meditate. Okay, and let's go to the education. I said manifest unlimited benefits in my education. You want to get a a PhD? See yourself. Write down something. What do you want? I'm telling you, write it down. You can just, when you put it on paper, you can go over it five minutes Morning, noon, and and lunch. What's what's your your main goal? 
It might be, oh, I got to I just want to make it to, I want to get this degree. See the degree with your name on it. I did it. And I have a master's degree. Get ready to go back to school, but I'm not going to talk about that. And so the next line, I said, I can see it. I can feel it. I can hear it. Do you notice that that's what I was telling y'all? To close your eyes and see it. Whatever you speak, you are speaking what he said, the gospel. You're speaking a good word about yourself. You can say, I am beautiful. Now, beautiful, your beautiful might not be my beautiful. Your beautiful might be just, you know, hey, I just want to keep my hourglass shape and I'm plump and I love it. See yourself with some of the clothing that you like that's going to showcase the beautiness of what you think is is beauty. Not what the world or Hollywood tell you that is beautiful. Okay? If you five feet, don't sit back and say, oh my goodness, I wish I was six feet. Stop it, stop it, stop it. What is your beautiness? Then I say, feel it. You want you don't want to be in poverty. You want to be you want to be in abundance. Feel yourself walking tall. See yourself with going up to the counter and paying your bills or going online and see paid in full. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do that. You want to hear it. Hear yourself. Close your eyes and hear someone saying, Congratulations on your degree. Congratulations on your promotion. Hear someone who have a, a someone you talk to a, or trust, a voice that you trust <laughs> saying it. And it might be your, what you call your enemy saying, I apologize. Do you notice that I took the little small words? Meditation should be start off short because it takes a long time to get into that. So with that being said, you can see it, you can feel it, you can hear it, even smell it. You want you might say, hey, I master in bacon. And if you master in bacon, cupcakes or cookies, smell the cupcakes, smell the place that you want to establish for your bakery. Smell, smell it and hear people come in and say, oh my goodness, this smells so good. The cookies that you made last week was great. Do you notice that? It don't have to be a master's degree. It can be you specializing in something and see it, feel it, and hear it. You understand? And then always humble yourself to be to give thanks to your highest source because he's making it possible. Now, I hope you got something out of that. I'm going to go to the next one. The next meditation therapy I have is... I let go of my past pain as I now walk in my true divine bliss. And it's a lot of things I have after this, but I'm going to, I have this title I prophesied to myself and I'm going to talk about that another day. But that right there is something that you have to tell yourself. You notice the past pain. But you also saying, hey, I want to walk into my true divine bliss, ecstasy, greatness, excitement. That's one line. Although my meditation therapy is a couple lines, take that one line. For instance, you might want to just be the pillar of helping your family. Just say that. 
I am a blessing to everyone around me. Everybody that I touch, their cup run it over. Their cup run it over in happiness and joy. See your family. Hear your family laughing. Maybe you want gatherings. I, I like the barbecue. You see yourself doing that. You notice I said you see it. And then you want to feel it. That's why meditation, whenever you can, especially before you go to bed, that's the best time to meditate because your conscious mind that soaks up everything from your five senses is getting ready to go to sleep. You want your subconscious mind, which is that spiritual man, to literally get ready to take this and digest it. That's the meditation. If you don't believe it, go back and tell me, tell me, what are you meditating on? You came to this particular podcast because you meditate in some dirt out there. Stop it. Let meditation be your guide to manifestation. Because when you meditate, you're giving your subconscious mind something. But when you repeatedly do it, and then some of you say, well, when do you stop? Never should stop meditating just like you never should stop praying. Because every day you're going to meditate on something. You might have seen an accident on your way to your job and then you just think about it and you think about it. And then, then you got this fear. What happens is it start digesting and you got a fear. And then you like, I, and to the point it you manifest, people do this all the time. I'm not driving no more. If you don't want to do it because it's your choice, it's one thing. But when you when it become a fear-based thing, you just took something out of your life that could be an avenue to your treasure your promised land. So I'm explaining this to you. Poetry, when they say journal, all of that is something that you need to see on paper because God did say, you know, write it down, make it plain. And I guarantee you, your angels will run with it. It's good to have a journal. It's good to write down your plans, your goals. And this is what you meditate on. People say, I don't know what to meditate on. Meditate on what you want. It could be one sentence. Okay? Don't meditate on what people around you said about you can't and you shouldn't do. And if you teach this to your children, when people, when they meet these people in life, because you're going to meet different level. And when I talked about in the first one about the higher consciousness, it's going to be people that stay on that consciousness. You know those people who say, um, let me give you an example. I knew someone who literally told me, associate, and they actually told me that they liked shopping at Walmart. I have nothing against Walmart. I remember Walmart was the boom, boom, boom. But I said, no, I don't really or really shopping at Walmart today, nowadays. And they really was like, what? Well, where do you shop? Do you understand their conscious mind was stuck at Walmart? Some people say, you know, people, mind is stuck on cars that are lemons. And they are afraid to get the new. Listen, I like old cars, but I'm going to keep my old car fixed up. So your conscious level can be your promised land. It's not going to look like my promised land. So what I'm saying is, you want to bring it up higher. It's beautiful that Walmart is out there. Uh, but, and if I'm saying it wrong, Walmart, Mart, forgive me, that's my accent. That's a New York accent. 
And the person was like, where do you shop? I said, I actually shop online. And I know people are so fearful online. But I, I find that, and I'm not here to represent certain things, but it's certain products, especially during the pandemic, a lot of stuff you can't get in the store anymore. But I go to online and I find things that, and I'm going to call out their name, Amazon, that I say, oh my God, I remember my mother used this when I was a child. It could just be little products. It could be big products. Everything from pets to whatever, even the furniture. It is so much stuff online and people, the pandemic forced people to go online that said I would never shop online. But this person was telling me, how can a person shop online? That's when your conscious level is stuck. If you can't see nothing but living in an apartment the rest of your life, and that's nothing wrong. Some people say, I will not buy a house, but you are at that level. So don't go to God saying, I want higher. I want you to bless me higher. God is saying, well, I'm trying to give you a house. So when you get in the house, start looking for a higher conscious level and say, God, I want this to be paid in full. When you get your car, I have a client who called is, um, she went through my courses and her car is paid in full. And she said, she never really even thought about it. I had to bring her to a higher conscious level where she seen the car, filled the car, and she got blessed with the car she wanted. But then also it's like, well, suppose you paid it in full and you don't have any payments. You understand meditation is repeating those words that's going to sink down in your subconscious mind and then it's going to manifest later. Some manifestation can take immediate. You must meditate. You must. So with that being said, I'm going to end it, but that's how you manifest. You have to have a place for prayer, like I had said last time, but you also have a have to have a place that you meditate. Let it be meditation of your journals. The journals, I'm not talking about diaries, the bad part. Uh, I'm talking about the good part of what you want. And if you do that, you will find manifestation come good because, you know, somebody, some people say, ah, what do I do with the prayer and meditate? How do I do the difference? What you would do, my answer to you is you have time for prayer and sometimes you just have time for meditation and sometimes you just combine the two. After I pray, I will meditate on that. It may be one thing. It's what I want that day. When you start your day, what do you want? You want a productive day. Meditate off of that. And be careful because your mind will slip into idleness. And when it goes idle, everything can enter in. And that's where I, I, I have talked about before. You don't never want to have your mind in idle where you don't know. Because once you have your mind in idle, it's like getting on an elevator and literally standing there. And there's a crowd. It's crowded and you don't know what floor to push, then you're going to go on every floor that other people want you to go on. So don't follow the crowd. Learn to meditate. Meditation. Prayer and meditation combined is just another avenue to getting closer to God. So don't be afraid of having your room for meditation. Don't be afraid, no, to, to make your room your sanctuary. Do you see what I'm doing? It's going back when I had um, how to prepare yourself, how to prepare yourself for your promised land. Make your environment 
a meditation place. You ever go to the spa? The spa is like when you walk through the door, oh my goodness, the smell, the scents, just the way it looks, even the music in the background. Do that to your room. Oh, you will find that you are not going to be meditation on stress and mess anymore. Thank you so much for coming into my space. Now go get your promised land. Don't forget to share me. I don't know who you know. You know the drill. You know what I'm getting ready to say. Don't, 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 don't miss the opportunity to get your book called Spiritology. In my book, you get the whole course meal. I give you the dessert. And today, I really expect some testimonies. I talked about the meditation. Now, what's still? I'm still working on my book. By the time you get this, hopefully, I hope that I am finished. You know what I'm going to say? Because it's manifesting in the air. Okay? So I know it's going to be finished, hopefully sooner than later. And what we are doing is school in most places have started. Get the book called Ask Jalen. Number one Amazon release. New release. Yes. Yes. And get this out. Get it to your classroom. Mothers, go tell your principal. Order the book to go order it in large sums. Because you know what? We needed to get into these classrooms. I'm telling you, it is about an autistic boy giving advice to the unique. The ones who have been bullied. And you will not regret it. Matter of fact, you're going to come back and thank me for that particular book. Remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to be wrong. 